Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, the most important thing to do to avoid procrastination, but in actual fact, it's not really something to do, of course, because I don't really talk about things to do very often. It's more something to know. And this has come off the back of a comment on a post that I put out yesterday. And the post was... um, again talking about procrastination because that's the thing I'm talking about at the moment and somebody said on the post um, it's really easy to procrastinate over the tasks that don't float your boat and um, of course I've heard the term float your boat before but I thought um, I'll I'll look it up and and see what it actually says and it says to to um, excite to get somebody excited about something and it really well I'd already I'd already really thought when I heard that you know your tasks need to float your boat for you to do them just hearing that even but then realizing that it's supposed that floating your boat means that something's exciting even makes it even it makes it even more um clear to see doesn't it because what what makes us think that our tasks are supposed to float our boat in fact when as I'm saying that I'm just thinking what a ridiculous idea that that you would think that your tasks have to float your boat (laughs) got to make you feel excited before you'll do them and and if, if you're waiting, um, as I did, by the way, for many, many years, to feel excited or to feel any way in order to get something done, well, you probably are going to find yourself stuck a lot of the time, not able to get things done and feeling frustrated with yourself because you're not getting things done. That's not helpful either, by the way, the frustration thing. But how interesting that that clearly... Um, I know this lady who put this comment on my post and many other people, I'm sure, feel exactly the same way, that either they've got to feel a certain way in order to even get started on a task or that it is the job of the task to make us feel a certain way. It just isn't. It just doesn't work that way. And that's a really um, huge misunderstanding that that many many people have. That that the yeah that the that the, the thing we're doing has has got this job to do to make us feel, to make us feel excited. And the reason it doesn't is because it isn't to do with the thing 
that, that we're contemplating doing is to do with our thinking about the thing. And, and that's really obvious when we see that sometimes we just do do something dis despite not getting the feeling of excitement from the thing, despite not, um, it, not feeling like doing it. We, we sometimes just do something, don't we? And, and that's really cool to see because it helps us to see that, in fact, our ability to do things is not dependent on um, our feelings because it's not dependent on our thinking. It's almost like within this system that we are, and I, and I am, you know, thank you to Claire Diamond for the lovely way she puts it. She calls it the body-mind system. Um, I quite like that. I'm going to stick with that till something more wonderful, more, more, something different occurs to me. Perhaps I will never find something that, that says, speaks to it better than that. But that system just doesn't create feelings in, in the way that people think it does. So the, the way you feel about something is really, you know, it's to do with your conditioning, it's to do with your upbringing, it's to do with all the things that people said to you and all the things that people did to you over many, many years, but, but you know, predominantly in your very formative years when you're little, has, has just become how you relate to things. And that's why we all relate to things differently. You know, there are some people who love doing tax returns. Well, they just do them for a living, don't they? They're maybe not so good at doing their own, I don't know. But, but there are some people who, who love doing bookkeeping and tax returns and things like that. They love it so much that they do it for a living. Whereas perhaps you're like me and you find doing bookkeeping and tax returns all a bit of a pain in the backside so you put it off and procrastinate although I have to say this is the year folks that I'm going to do my tax return in April watch this space <laughs> let's see if that actually happens and I'm also going to help my son to do his tax return in April rather than today it's been submitted today and if you don't live in the UK you won't perhaps know that today is the 30th oh sorry yesterday it's the first of February now isn't it uh, it was submitted yesterday my son's tax return so by the skin of his teeth um but that you know like for me seeing how suddenly I'm just doing bookkeeping doesn't need to provide me with a feeling. It doesn't need to float my boat. It doesn't need to make me feel good anymore. And trust me, I've been in the place where I thought that motivation to do something um, came from, I don't know where I thought it came from, but it definitely, it definitely, there was a strong illusion that it didn't come from inside me. It definitely seemed like bookkeeping could take away my joy and my energy and my desire to do bookkeeping to the point where I wouldn't do bookkeeping because bookkeeping was so painful and awful and now bookkeeping is just a thing I can do. I can open QuickBooks and I can add some receipts in and I can put my, you know, allot that item into the right 
pocket in QuickBooks and it's not called a pocket, but, you know, I'm calling it that anyway, you know, and, and that can all just happen. That can all just happen without me suffering, without me needing to feel a certain way, without, I mean, the pressure on poor old bookkeeping to float my boat, to make me feel excited, to make me feel engaged. That's a lot. That's a lot of pressure to put on poor old bookkeeping, isn't it, really? I mean, I'm really feeling <laughs> bookkeeping as an inanimate thing. But but what a lot of, like, I'm really just seeing this fresh and new right now, is what a lot of pressure to put on a task that really is just, let's face it, in running a business, we've just got some tasks to do, haven't we? Day in and day out. We've just got some tasks to do. Well, so what? But we just do. It's just part of the nature of running a business. But when we see that there is no responsibility on those tasks to make us feel good, suddenly we can go, like, I can feel that, like, relief that it is not the job of bookkeeping or any other task in my business to float my boat. So the most important thing to know to avoid procrastination is that your feelings do not come from tasks. You don't work that way. And when you see that, and you see it more and more deeply, what you will find is that tasks will just be being get getting done by this body mind unit, by this you know, this this person. Tasks will just be being get got done. They will just be happening, and there will not be the weight and the pressure that those tasks have to make you feel good, because that's too much wait to put on a task. You don't have to feel good to do them or feel motivated or feel whatever it is you think you're supposed to feel. And their job is not to make you feel good either. That is the most important thing I think to know about procrastination. Well, it is today. You might think of something else tomorrow that's <laughs> that's equal as important to know. I really hope you find that helpful. And if you would like to explore procrastination further or or maybe do a little bit less of it then uh, you know where I am um, reach out connect with me let's talk because that's where it all starts and please do sign up to the five simple truths to take you close to calm because that will help you on your journey to procrastinate less lots of love and take care thank you so much for listening there's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.